Welcome to Dice Camera Action in Audio Form. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk. Chris Perkins is the dungeon master for the amazing group of adventurers known as the Waffle Crew. They've been broadcasting on twitch.tv slash dnd at 4 p.m. Pacific time every Tuesday for a while, but we wanted to give fans who prefer to listen in audio form a way to follow their adventures. We're going back to the start of the Waffle Crew's adventures in Barovia and the greater Sword Coast area and publishing them all on this new podcast feed. Going forward, we'll be releasing weekly episodes pulled from the live stream here on the Dice Camera Action RSS. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecamerraaction.gamepedia.com for full episode recaps and information about all the NPCs, guest appearances, and adopted pets of the party. For this episode, we'll pick up right when Chris Perkins says hello to the crew. Enjoy this suboptimal party. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Dice Camera Action, our last show of 2018. Woo! Uh, Nate is traveling. Anna is off for the holidays. But we have two gracious guest stars with us tonight. Uh, we got two people who aren't doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two people, nothing better to do. James and James, uh, to distinguish you, Joey, you're now Joey. And great. That's great, because that's what most people call you. That's the way I like it. Yeah. Uh, previously, in Dice Camera Action, the Waffle Crew and the C Team were born away to a distant town called Nightstone, where they got a taste of the blood war uh, between devils and demons. All of this precipitated by an con- uh, age-old conflict between two planar families, of which Strix and Diath were members. Oh, we're starting with this? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Strix was rescued uh, from members of the Skizix Chasm, and to keep the multiverse from ending, accepted Rosie Beestinger's offer to join the Beestinger family. Uh, in so doing, setting the multiverse aright. Diath provided comfort to Strix in this moment, realizing that they could now be friends without triggering an apocalyptic war. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps even more than friends. <laughs> All right. On the asteroid city known as the Rock of Brawl, two GIF, one Sergeant Ernest Packa and one Corporal Rufus Derm, make their way through crowded, dirty streets to the middle city where there is a, uh, a tavern, fairly well upkept, with a seating area outside known as the Golden Helm. And there they have a rendezvous with their commanding officer, Major Argus Crux. And when they arrive, they see him sitting outside, for though this establishment is a large two-story rambling affair, its doorways are far too small (laughs) to accommodate the typical gif girth and height. And uh, so the Major enjoys a private table off on one corner where he can watch passers-by and the gleaming starry night that is perpetual in the smog-filled skies of Brawl. On the distant horizon, you can see the great moon Selune 
shimmering silver beneath you. And as you approach, you notice that there is uh, not only the major, who is far too big to sit in one of the dainty little chairs that the Golden Helm has to offer, so he brought with him his personal ottoman, uh, plopped down on there, having a bounteous feast, table piled high with food, and right now he's cracking into some sort of purple lobster-like creature. And while this is going on, his adjutant, a private, is standing off to the side, solemnly, hands tucked behind his back, watching the crowds warily. And you can see this private is wearing a hippo helm over his head. (laughs) And when you come up to the major, he says, Ah, thunder, lightning, right on time. (laughs) Pip, pip, major. (laughs) Pleasure to see you. Yes, yes. Good to see you, sir. As well, I'll get right to it. I hate this. <laughs> uh, you can see he sucks something out of a like a, a lobster claw and throws it down on the on the table, and then dabs his lips with a handkerchief and sets that down neatly beside him, and says, "I was very impressed recently." With your battle prowess and decorum in the battle of the Garden War. So, I'm entrusting you with the most delicate mission to protect one hegemon beastinger as he makes his way worldside. Now, Major, have, is that a name that we've heard somewhere before? Have we uh, any dealings with this beastinger man? He says, You don't know this, but. Some sinister race is exterminating halfling worlds across the crystal spheres. Soons. <laughs> Indeed. Phlogistons. <laughs> the bee stingers have done the best that they can here, made names for themselves, and this hegemon bee stinger has arisen to the position of Underbaron. <laughs> one of several in this scum-ridden city. And... They are trying to weather the storm and resist this menace before they too and other halfling worlds are annihilated. And as you know, they also press a uniform better than anyone. Ah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. Then they do, certainly. Yes, <laughs> yes, I say. In exchange for a sizable cache of armaments and the ammunition to go with it, we have graciously offered to ensure that Hegemon's trip to the world below goes as planned and that he comes to no harm. And that is why I've tasked you, fine gentlemen, with protecting him from any animus. Yes. Uh, permission to speak freely and ask a question, sir. Well, of course. <laughs> yes. Uh, is there anything we should know about this city we're headed to, Planetside? It is a place called Deepwater. Mm, and... Yes. I think I've heard of that. <laughs> yes. And, well, like most people on most worlds, they have no idea of what goes on in the skies above. And we just as soon preserve that. World dwellers, well, I call them wuggles. <laughs> yes. Yes, groundlings. A fine term for them. <laughs> yes. They often tend to uh, misunderstand such things. So, best keep it under your lids. Do not, under any circumstances, mention the Rock of Brawl or your business. Just tend to the security of your charge. Excellent. And yes, sir. <clears throat> will there be plenty of 
munitions on site, or should we bring our own? I have seen fit to ensure that additional munitions are delivered to the ship that you will be taking down to the surface. It is called the Mimsy. Its captain is one fat rabbit. Yes, yes. Oh, old fat rabbit. I've heard great tales of that one. Yes, yes. Have you now? Oh, uh, yes, I well, <laughs> yes, I, I, I certainly am. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yes, only a Neogi bait wouldn't have heard of him. Yes, I say. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> well, best carry on then. Business, what, what? Your charge is waiting for you aboard the Mimsy. He will give you more instructions about what you ought to do once you are planet side. Very well. We accept this mission with great ardor, sir. Yes, yes. Thank you. And he shushes you away. But then he says, oh, gentlemen. Uh, <clears throat> Should you meet this quest and fulfill it to my expectation, expect a fine bottle of sherry in your quarters upon your return from my personal stock. Oh. Oh. Well, pip pip. Yes. Shove off now. Oh, yes. And uh, he goes back to tearing into his meal. And I waddle away. Okay. <laughs> As you make your way down to the lower city in the docks, uh, you are greeted with all sorts of foul smells, sweat, smoke, pipe smoke, uh, industry smoke, uh, filth. Uh, the streets are dirty. Uh, you do your best not to brush up against buildings with your broad shoulders uh, as you make your way along so as not to scuff your uniforms as you make your way to the docks. And there you, at the end of a particularly long, uh, wretched, bent dock, you see this small... Uh, cutter, basically, uh, sails up with the word Mimsy uh, in, in beautiful scrollwork on the aft castle. And it is staffed almost completely by halflings, and there's a lot of chittering on board and business to get the ship prepped and what what. As you walk your way up the gangplank, it bends and bows under your weight, and as you step foot on the deck, the ship leans <laughs> to one side. But it appears to just be floating off this dock in empty space with the great moon of Sulune below you. I, I say, old thunder, um, what is it you do know about this fat rabbit? I may have told a fib, I know nothing about him. Oh, <laughs> well, you've caught me in a bit of a, a bit of a lilu indeed myself. I can't say I've ever heard a, a single thing about him, but I can't, uh, can't let the major know that. Oh, yes, no, no. <laughs> oh, good show, old chap. <laughs> <laughs> indeed. All right. I think that was quite a good one. Yes. I'm broken. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, you, you quickly become acquainted with members of the crew as they bustle about. Uh, they were certainly expecting you, the captain. Uh, uh, you can see is a tiny whip of a halfling uh, with a uh, a hat and a feather and a tiny crab perched on his shoulder, like a king crab. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. And uh, uh, he doesn't seem to pay much attention to you. He's more concerned with, now that you're aboard, getting underway as quickly as possible. It is then that... Your charge, Hegemon Beestinger, or who you assume to be, uh, graces you with his presence. And he seems to come out of nowhere. It's like he's just sort of standing between you. You just notice him there. And uh, you can see he's where he is, first of all, striking because he is a halfling. So he's really, really tiny. Mm-hmm. Like up to your kneecap. <laughs> and uh, he's very, very pale, almost ghost-like 
uh, I, I would venture to say albino. Oh, wow. And he is wearing a black robe, like a wizard's robe, covered with all kinds of weirdly shaped patches that seem to have been just sort of hastily somewhat stitched on in kind of a random, nonsensical pattern. You see a patch that kind of looks like a bag, another one that kind of looks like a door, another one that kind of looks like a ladder and a horse and a dog and a bottle, just like weird assortment of patches on his robe. (laughs) That man wouldn't pass uniform inspection if he worked his whole life at it. I'm standing right here. Yeah, man. And I uh, grab a silver bugle off uh, my belt and I play a fanfare. Ah! <laughs> stop that noise. Stop. Oh, oh, just, sorry, just, sorry. just stop. Yes. Stop. Oh. <clears throat> okay. You must be thunder, he says to you with the horn. No, 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 no. I, no, I would not have the honor. Thunder is the handsome one. Yes, that's a common mistake. I am the thunder. He is the lightning. Uh, uh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> just, 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 okay. Don't talk so loud. Your ears are very sensitive. Uh, uh, we will try to uh, lower our voices to your permissible standards, sir. Yes, as much as thunder and lightning can, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So, okay, here, here, here's the deal, guys. We're going down to the planet, and nobody, needs, no, nobody can know that I'm going to be there. So I need you to be discreet. Yes, mom's the word. Can mm-hmm. you be discreet? Uh, ah, yes. yes. <laughs> Discreetness is my middle name. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Now, normally I'd take you below deck so we could talk about what's going to happen. But since you won't fit down there, I'm going to have to tell you here. Fortunately, nobody else will care. Okay, my sister, Harsha, whom I love, has been sentenced to a labor camp outside of the city of Waterdeep, and we need to break her out. Good God! (laughs) Yes, by the spheres. And there's only one way that we can accomplish this, and that's with the help of another bee stinger. So we're going down to Waterdeep to find one, and I know where she lives, and once we get there, we're going to get her to help us break my sister out. Uh, splendid. S- simple recruitment and acquisition. Uh, so, uh, how exactly are we going to be discreet in this matter? Well, once we get to the city, don't tell anybody who I am. Simple it enough. is very important that no one in Waterdeep know that there's a bee stinger who's just arrived. Moreover, and just to make it clear, my sister was wrongly imprisoned in this uh, labor camp. Oh, of course. Yes, yes, of course. We wouldn't break the law. Yes, she was, <laughs> she, was, she was convicted of firearms possession, but she doesn't even own a firearm. She would never own a firearm. Um, Waterdeep is run... Loss, I think. Waterdeep <laughs> is run by a bunch of human heightists. Uh, That's right. Yes, yes well, I'm sorry. Uh, back up about the part about firearm possession being illegal. In yes, she, she was arrested for owning a beautiful, beautiful black powder <laughs> yes, weapon. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Can you can, like? Can, I, I can't even imagine. Like, how how could this even happen? Unless the whole system was corrupt. The whole system must be just corrupt. My sister is the nicest, most gentle halfling in this crystal sphere. This well, is a grave injustice. A corrupt system cannot be allowed to stand. Yes. We must absolutely break her up forthwith and bring her back. And see that justice is done. Uh, no, 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 no. 
No, no, no. No, no, no. My job is to break her out. Your job, lightning, thunder, whatever your name is, is to protect me. Me. Yes. I am an underbaron of the Rock of Brawl. My security is paramount. Paramount. Do you understand what paramount means? Yes, of course. Yes, yes. Your, your orders are as crystal clear as a crystal sphere, sir. Yes. <laughs> All right, then. I have to go below decks and pilot this little ship. And then he walks and off. Don't worry about discretion, I say as I'm pinning grenades to a bandolier across <laughs> my chest. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> yes. And then you hear him mumbling as he walks away. My sister's very important to me. She helps me run everything here. I don't know what I'd do without her. Uh, and then the the ship leaves and you begin to make your way across charted space heading across the silvery forests and lakes that cover the moon of Salune and then as you come up over this great moon an even larger celestial body presents itself to you the great planet of Toril revealed Um, as you leave the Rock of Brawl on the dark side of the moon and head to this vast, vast world. I never tire of this. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. It is a beautiful journey. And as you make your way down through the atmosphere of the planet, uh, the air around you ripples and changes. The envelope of magical air that had sustained you up to this point sort of is torn away by the cool north air, the sea air, uh, from the Sea of Swords Mm. as you descend toward a vast coastline and settle in the water about 20 miles away and then chart a course like a conventional craft toward Waterdeep Harbor. And upon your arrival, no one there suspects that the Mimsy is anything but a small little cutter craft from some podunk northern city or town. Um, Until two giant hippo men get off of it. Yeah. Well, that is, that is true. Uh, once it touches down in the water and makes a conventional, uh, applies the waters into Water Bay, into Water Deep Harbor, uh, Hegemon basically comes back up and leaves the sailing of the ship to the crew. And so now he's with you and he says, I have to apologize. I'm very upset. I was a little curt with you earlier, and I didn't mean to be. I'm not like that. No. No. Yes. But the situation with my sister is intolerable. I hope you understand that. Oh, yes. I have a sister myself. Understand very much, sir. He dabs the the tears from his eyes. And and Corporal Durham is like a brother to me. If anything were to happen to him, well, sir, I would be more than a little bit curt. I don't care what happens to him. Oh, well... I do care what happens to you, Sergeant Packer, sir. You are indeed like a brother to me, too. A more handsome, more intelligent, more strategic brother. And, Mr. Beestinger, we are contractually obligated to care about what happens to you. I know, I know. Uh, Once you uh, climb off the ship onto the dock and make your way along, uh, you you can see Hegemon is looking around... And, of course, you're garnering a lot of attention from dock workers and whatnot. Uh, but the thing about Water Davians, uh, which Hegemon tells you that, to their credit, they may be heightest, but they don't seem to care about anything. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, be you too tall or too short, they don't seem to mind as you trundle <laughs> by. They are, however, struck by your accoutrement, um, <laughs> but a little too intimidated to say anything. 
as we're going, I pop a little like parasol because I'm worried oh, yes. that Hegemon's skin is going to burn in the sun. So I'm like <laughs> carrying it over him while we walk this parasol. He sort of stops for a minute and looks up at the, the shade that's enveloped in the parasol and he says, ah, that's so thoughtful. Yes, yes. Here to protect you too from the sun's rays, my friend. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm beside myself. And then uh, he, he walks on and he says, there should be somebody here. We made arrangements for somebody to pick us up and deliver us by cart. And he stops at that moment. And as you look, you see that his gaze is trained upon. There is a cart uh, just parked on the, on the wharf amid some supplies and cargo that was offloaded from other ships. There's not much to it except it's an open-topped cart like you'd throw hay bales in the back of. Obviously, thinking about GIF. Um, mm-hmm. There's really no place to put you but in one of these things. Uh, <laughs> but standing outside the cart is a strawberry-haired halfling holding up a big sign that says Bee Stinger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, the very name of discretion. <laughs> yes, yes, as you can see. I am. You can see uh, Hegemon's face just goes from white <laughs> to red. Uh and like a little, will, you imagine, almost imagine a little thundercloud forming over yeah. it. <laughs> I run over and try to grab the sign and rip it in half. Okay. The, the strawberry-haired halfling's a little shocked and sort of gasps. <gasps>, <clears throat> but he doesn't, he doesn't stop you. And you, mm-hmm. you tear it up. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Discretion. <laughs> Hegemon just sort of walks over to him and just kind of stands right in front of him, halfling to halfling, and just shakes his head. I trail him like his shadow, yeah. and, I, and I shake my head, too. And then when Thunder shakes his head, I shake my head. See? <laughs> <laughs> the strawberry-haired halfling doesn't really know what, what has happened, but he says, uh, um, uh, I was going to take you now to... There's the places... We found out that the place is on Trollskull Alley. It's in the North Ward. It'll take us about 20 minutes to get there. Proceed, says Hegemon sternly. And at that point... Uh, you can see that the halfling lowers down some, puts some basically some uh, boxes so the hegemon can step up onto where the driver sits and the driver can sit next to him. And then uh, hegemon just uh, tells you to pile him back. Ah, Troll Skull Alley. Ah, oh yes. And, oh, I almost forgot. Uh, some of the halfling crew also uh, basically on, on little dollies bring two big crates of supplies. Uh, which are just marked with a thundercloud and a lightning bolt. <laughs> ah. uh, is that our dinner? Our rations? Uh, no, th- those are your explosives. <laughs> uh, even better! <laughs> <laughs> oh, careful with that. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so one wrong move and you could blow us all sky high. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. It would be glorious. <laughs> but very dangerous. Uh, all right, and thus you make your way fully armed through town. Mm-hmm. Strix and DF, you are, well, what are you up to? Oh, probably being home and unassuming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Reading a know. broadsheet, drinking your coffee. Yeah. 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 And Strix is just probably doing stuff for the bakery. Yeah, she might actually have a couple customers uh, poking their heads in and just buying some stuff and leaving. Yeah. I imagine a couple of them poke their heads in and she greets yeah. them just like, hello, and then they immediately leave. Yes. 
Uh, there's there's a business at the temple that has drawn Evelyn away, and, and Paulton actually is taking up some, I wouldn't call them obligations, uh, but some other prospects for performing. Wow. Uh, since his market thing went off with such a bang, he's been in demand, and people have been looking for him to, to play, oh. play in inns and taverns and whatnot. And so he and Simon have gone off in that regard. Oh, so so things, things are remarkably quiet, and the kids are out playing. And as, uh, as, some, as some customers leave, your doorway is darkened. Well, the first thing Not is you hear, a, you hear a clattering wagon outside, and then your doorway is darkened by a pale halfling in black patchwork robe. I doubt I'm anywhere near the doorway. Probably Oh, not. wait, no. I wasn't. Was I near the doorway? If, you were, if you're, like, behind the counter, you would see the doorway. Yeah, okay, then I would see the doorway. I'd look over and be like, welcome, you want to buy? More customers. Hello. I am not a customer, but I am here to see Strix Bee Stinger. Oh, for what reason? (laughs) And at this point, you can see through the window that there are some really big hippo men unloading boxes from the back of this cart. Yeah, my eyes like dart to that, like, like, uh, like I know that's a problem. But I'm just, if I'm still focusing on this halfling, like, oh, why would you need to be in touch with her not saying that I'm not her? Are you? I'm not going to answer that until you tell me what you need her for. I've been told that by my friends to not say things unless I find out what it's for first. That's how you get involved with devils. Ah, okay. Um, so my name is Hegemon, and okay. I need your... Help? Uh-huh. Not saying that's me. With some family business. Oh. Oh. Right. Okay. Uh, yes, that is me. Uh, yes, it is, I suppose, my obligation to help with family business, right? He looks around to see if all the customers are gone, and then he skulks over to the counter, and he sort of disappears because he's so small. Uh, but you sort of peer over the counter, and you <laughs> see him looking up over the glass, and he says, I am a bee stinger, too. Oh, good. Well, welcome, friendly brother. Uh, okay. Um, so... Do you want a pie? Do you want some tea? Also, are those hippo hippo people with you? Because I really just hope that they're not and they're here to pick up ours. They're, because they're, I'm just so tired of him. <laughs> ah, pip, pip. They come there in. They come in with their big boxes. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Warrington, so your friends are here to take you home. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's somewhere. Right. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, God. I like point towards our like strongest chairs. Okay. I'm just like, please use the table that Warrington has broken about 17 times, so I've had to put it back together. Capital, uh, thank you, man. Yes, yes. yes you see, you. You, see uh, you see, some chairs that look like they have been put back together or are fairly sturdy. You also see a very uh, sturdy-looking, velvet-lined, gothic monstrosity in a corner. Oh. <laughs> Don't talk about Strahd that way. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when when she screams Warrington, however, that rings bells for you two, because you know a Warrington, or you know of him rather. Hmm. But it can't be, it can't be that Warrington. 
Oh my god. Commodore Warrington. Oh my god, he's like important. <laughs> he is a Commodore. <laughs> uh, uh, so I give you uh, Thunder. I, I like take out the monocle and give you the stare and then put the monocle. Stare. Yes. <laughs> you don't mean Commodore Warrington Munt, do you? No. I don't know possibly. what that means, but I definitely mean Warrington Munt. He definitely <laughs> lives here in our basement or somewhere, maybe in the walls. I honestly don't know where he's. <laughs> he's, been, he's been slowly migrating up to the attic because it's got higher ceilings. Oh, okay. Um, and it's, unfortunately, it's right across from DF. That's the downside. Uh, well, so you start shouting his name. So when once you realize that it's the same Warrington Munt, here's what the two of you know about Warrington Munt. Warrington Munt was a a senior officer. Uh, he did something that 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 Giff can only aspire to, and that is during an engagement with a mind flayer vessel. He basically shot himself out of a cannon at the Mind Flayer vessel with a bomb and blew it up. It was, it was basically a suicide mission after the GIF bombard Yamato, which he was serving on, ran out of ammunition. That sounds like something nice DMs allow to happen. And it, it, it exploded in the atmosphere of this planet and was basically obliterated. My dear Lightning, I think we may very well be in the presence of a living legend. Yes, one that no one knew was living, sir. <laughs> yes, by the spheres, yes. this is incredible. Well, you My- plan on taking them home, right? Uh, we would be honored merely to see the hairs upon his head. Great. Yes, surely this is his well, shop. He owns it. <laughs> yes. No, he does not. Uh, I will be right back. Uh, you just stay here. I'm going to bring you a pie. All of you, you all get pies, and uh, I will be right back. We and would, I immediately, I immediately would, like go as fast as I can to just throw pies. Okay. It doesn't even matter which ones. All right. She just, she just tosses some pies down in front of you. <laughs> we would be honored to eat the pies made by a friend of Warrington Munt. I don't know if I'm really a friend. And then she runs, up oh, a, yeah. she runs up this spiral staircase that corkscrews up through the middle of the tap room and disappears upstairs, whereupon Hegemon conjures forth a spectral hand and slaps the pies out of your mouth and off the table <laughs> and says, what are you doing? Uh, uh, my voracious appetite. <laughs> this isn't about you. And this isn't about your stupid dead friend. This is about me. This is about me and my sister and rescuing her. What are you doing? Oh, uh. How I does this. You- how does this further our mission? It gives you extra protection, it's sir. In the form of a living legend. You see, I am but a lowly corporal. This here is a mighty sergeant, but a commodore. A Commodore hero. Now and that. of the caliber of Commodore Munt? Yes. Surely you can see the value in that. Yes, oh. and of course at no extra charge to you, since we are his ride home. Oh, that's a very good point. And I'm sorry I overreacted, and I'll get you some more pies. 
Yes, yes. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you very much. Go for the ones that are berry custard. You see, the berry cuts the sweetness with the tartness. It's very nice. And then I light up a cigar over the explosives. Uh, <laughs> 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 okay, Strix, you find Diaz sequestered in his quiet place. I imagine while Strix is just running up the stairs, he's like, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's exactly it. So, yeah, yeah, you are not surprised when you hear her screams get closer and closer and closer to yeah. where you are. And you can hear uh, Warrington um, is in the other on the other side of this level of the house in his attic, just sort of moving boxes and clearing out a space and making it more homey. Yeah, so Strix, like, slams open the door or whatever she does. This probably happens, like, four times a day. Yeah. yeah. And she's just like, uh, Dan, so there's a, a halfling beat stinger down there. Uh, I don't know. I Maybe a wizard? I'm not sure. But there's also two more Warrington Muds. Two of them. Two more of them down there. Dieth is sitting at a desk with a bunch of different papers and stuff in front of them. Uh, a few of them have the same Lord's Alliance emblem. Yeah. Uh and upon hearing this, she's kind of puts his quill down, <laughs> scoots his way from his chair, walks up to Strix, and just goes, "What? <laughs> <laughs> Two more, <of> them. <laughs> Two more. And they've got cigars and monocles, and they talk too much, and they just they're they're the same they're the same as Warrington Munt and I yelled at him I don't think he heard me because he's like dragging around something they, upstairs yeah. and and they're they're here for Warrington uh no apparently they're here for me apparently the bee stingers need something from me I don't know they need help uh does okay well uh I don't know what they need yet. I don't ask those questions because usually I say yes to everything, so I need to have my answers monitored. Right. Uh, by my, what little I understand, the bee stinger, like, are, are you obligated to do this? I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know either. I, don't, I mean, I don't think I'm obligated, obligated, like, forced to. It's not like a, a, a well, owl or... No, maybe not, but if we could help another bee stinger, maybe it's at least... A small way to repay Rosie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if it helps Rosie, or Grandma. Yeah, it'll 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 be simple, easy to do, and then they can take Warrington, and he can go home back to his homeland safely. <sighs> Which would be great. Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> sure would. I'll go tell Warrington. Yes, please. I'll go down and continue to give these hippo people pies because they're our customers. <laughs> Good job. Okay, runs back down. So anyway, uh, after after she after she runs back down, Warrington actually sort of pokes out through his door, kind of <laughs> like he just missed something. <laughs> then he goes back into his room and says, "I wish these rafters were about two feet higher." Can't do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, the building has something called foundation. Just look up Warrington. here. We need you downstairs. Why? Because there are some friends to see you with crates of smoke powder. Excitement. 
And thus, uh, and thus, uh, Sergeant Ernest Packer and Corporal Rufus Durham are confronted by Commodore Warrington Munt. Uh, you can see that uh, he is out of uniform and holding a duster. <laughs> and then when Dieth also gets downstairs, he's just like, oh, my God, they have more smoke powder. <laughs> <laughs> and there's fire next to it. <laughs> and you can see uh, Warrington Munt has an apron that's too small for him, just sort of stretched over his belly and tied off behind him. <laughs> <laughs> God zooks and he's out of uniform. <laughs> oh, yes. My word. What is this, then? <laughs> Corporal! Sergeant! Yes. yes? You've caught me somewhat amiss! <laughs> Sorry. Mm. What are you laughing at, Ding Dong? <laughs> <laughs> That's not his name. God damn it. <laughs> That's okay, though. I'm tired of saying it's not. And he looks at the, he looks at the crates and he says, It's not my birthday! <laughs> Commodore, we have not the words. <clears throat> well, then allow me to do the talking. What brings you to this fair establishment? Uh, uh, business of this uh, very, very small one. And I look down at the bee stinger. Yes, he is very small. And you see Hegemon <laughs> just clenches his fists. <laughs> uh, um, <clears throat> he is our charge, which is a secret. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yes, uh, we have uh, come to protect him. And, uh, well, knowing of your bravery, sir, we are wondering if you need a ride back. <gasps> a ride back? Yes. I'm sure the crew of the Yamoto would want to pay their respects. Uh, he, uh, says... They survived, then. Uh, thanks to your act of bravery. Ah, oh. <laughs> yes, I've, I've heard they survived. They did survive, right? <clears throat> Capital. <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm afraid before we, uh, we can bring you back to you-know-where in the you-know-what, uh, we have something of a mission to attend to first, Commodore. Trix is just listening to this whole thing with, like, one eye, like... <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, of course. Wink, wink. Very good. <laughs> oh, yes, it requires the utmost discretion. I see you are already in a disguise, sir. Yes, indeed. If only we had been so excellently prepared. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, well, carry on, then. I shall get out of this sad attire and... Don't fit myself appropriately. You shall see we in a few minutes. At your leave, sir. Yes. <clears throat> and then he sort of looks for a place to put down the feather duster and then just kind of takes it with him back upstairs. It appears, uh, excuse me, houseboy. And I am talking to Diath now. Uh, <gasps> yes, you, you are, must be a, a servant boy of the house. Um, where could you put our things for us? No, no, no. It's just like, nope, there's no servants here. We have no servants. There's no, this is my shop. Can we and please talk about the mission at hand? Oh, right. Okay. Tell so, me what you need. First of all. So that the hippos can leave. He turns, the halfling turns to UDF and says, my name is Hegemon Beestinger, and I have come to rescue my sister. And I need Strix's help to do it. 
because she is a very powerful sorcerer, if the, report, if the reports are true. They are true. And we bee stingers have to stick together. The whole multiverse is against us. I mean, I don't believe that. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hegemon. Uh, who, is your, who is your sister? My sister's name is Harsha. She's beautiful and smart <coughs> and a year younger than me. And she has been sentenced to a place outside of the city called Amen's Farm. Have you heard of it? It's a labor camp. A labor camp. My sister is in a labor camp. Uh, have I heard of Amon's Farm? You have. I feel like so I have, right yeah. outside the walls of the city, um, it's all pasture land to the north and east. There's even a small town out there, and there's a whole bunch of farms that actually supply a lot of the city's uh, produce and dairy and whatnot. But amid these farms is a special farm, a particularly large farm, where criminals of the city are often sent to do, quote-unquote, hard labor. What that really means is they're put up in tents in this fenced-in farm and forced to basically tend to the farm under the guard of the city, um, of the army, of Waterdeep City Guard. So it is, it is a fortified farm with like a concentration camp like tent city for the prisoners and then there's a big barn and there's a dairy and other facilities on site surrounded by gardens that are tended to and harvested by criminals. And this is seen as like a reform kind of camp. A person might be sentenced here for a summer or a whole year or several years depending on the magnitude of their crime. Okay, so it's more like rehabilitation than harsh punishment. Yeah, it's or? not like cracking rocks, so it's not oner- yeah, it's not yeah. onerous work, but it is, um, and it's product it's productive. It serves the city, so it's called amends farm because it's a way for cr- criminals to make amends and earn back the trust of the city. Gotcha. Okay, uh, so that towards Hegemon, then uh, I'll say something. I'll say, well, do you know what she did to? Uh, yes, she was falsely accused of trying, of bearing and trying to sell firearms, which she didn't do because, as I explained to these big dummies, she would never have firearms. And how would you know she would never have it? Because she, she hated the smell of smoke powder. God, I don't understand that at all. I even... <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. Hmm. They were just so... looking to pin it on her. I know it, because hmm. she's a good person. Would you happen to know, would you happen to have any suspects that you think actually caused this? I don't care. I just got to get her out. <laughs> That's why I'm here. That's why I brought these two. They're going to help me do it. And so is she. That, oh. is, that is if she wants to stay in the family. Uh, I can't, I don't know. Ugh. I mean, because that sounds like the law, and we've had run-ins with the law, and I don't really want to have more run-ins with the law. Maybe, DF, maybe you can ask them. Maybe you can use your badge and ask them why. His what? His badge. I didn't mean to say that. I'm sorry. I said... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
sorry. Uh, some people know me as Captain Diaz Woodrow of the Lord's Alliance. I have a certain pull here when it comes to the law of Waterdeep. Well, that's great. Use your oh, I can't breathe. So, by that extension, if there was a false accusation, that's something I take very, very seriously and something that... Maybe you don't know what it's like to be falsely accused. The pain, the loneliness, she's she's suffering without me. (laughs) Well, Strix, I mean, if it's a bee stinger that needs help, I don't, maybe we should. And if there's a false accusation, that's maybe it's something that we should, something we can try to do to make it better. Yeah, you can help with that. Yeah, I'll do my best. I mean, I'll do my best. Well, I don't even know where to start. Uh, Should we go to the farm? Uh, We'll do that in a bit. First, I'll see if I can't do uh, some court filing uh, acquisitions and see if I can't figure out See how much paperwork is still on the archives to pull up and see if any of that will show any other additional clues. And then from there, maybe I can reopen the case and investigate it. That um, sounds like a lot of time. Three hippo people will be living in our establishment. Right, yes, you're out of the five. No, 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 no. I, w- I want to do this legally if we can. No, oh, okay. <laughs> the bee stinger name is worth something. Honesty. Integrity, loyalty. He's I mean, I was told that, that everyone was evil. They're evil. Are you evil? <sighs> no. Okay. Well, then that mean other evil lady lied to me. I should really stop believing everyone that talks to me. Okay. Well, either way, we'll wait here. Uh, I'll go see what I can do, and um, I'll be I'll I'll be back as soon as possible. Won't take more than an hour. <laughs> I think we can wait that long. This is, this is going to be like that gift where he comes back in with the pizza and everything's on fire. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a lot like a gift from something. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, do you have any more pies? Yes, you you seem to be out in the display case. <laughs> yes. Well, in the meantime, yeah. I'm sure Warrington can regale them with the tales of his many adventures. Great yes. idea. So, yes, when Warrington comes back down, um, and uh, this is probably, like, minutes after Dieth will head out. Uh, is, yeah. So Dieth's going to go to, like, one of the watch stations and see what he can find out about this Harsha bee stinger. Yeah, yeah, just any information about it or legalities or Great. Yeah. Uh, so it takes, it takes uh, Warrington a bit of time to get his medals adjusted just right. Right, I figured so, this would buy, us, buy me yeah. at least five hours. Yeah, probably. And uh, so as you head out, Warrington comes downstairs and begins regaling you about what happened after he was shot into the illithid nautiloid. Um, it looked like that he was about to get his mind wiped by an illithid uh, when he set off the bomb that blew the ship to smithereens. And then he rode the debris down through the atmosphere and plunged into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> where he was plucked out of the tide by a passing ship which had these fine people yeah, yeah. and others like it aboard. 
And that's how he was saved from an almost certainly watery grave. Which, coincidentally, at the time, also had Captain D.S. Woodrow. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Rare quinky-dink. So uh, not long after D.F. leaves, Hegemon cuts Warrington off and says, okay, I've had enough. No more. No more gift stories. No more war stories. I don't need to know about illithid ships or gift ships or space battles. The only thing that concerns me is my sister. And every minute of every day that she spends in that labor camp is one minute and one day that we are apart. Now that we've gotten rid of that guy, let's go. Yes, yes. As long as we don't break any laws, I think direct action, preferably with high-grade explosives, is the best way to go. Yes, indeed. Uh, come to a month, and I start tossing Warrington grenades to outfit him. No, no, um, no, no, no. Very no. good. I, like, <laughs> I know it's not your famous rifle, but we have a blunderbuss right here for you. Yes, My you God. No, no, I just like, like mage hand starts like catching the grenades. Like, no, no, none of that. None of, nope. And also we need to hide these because as soon as Squidly gets back, I just can't, I can't deal with it. I just can't. So I can't do it. I, Hegemon turns to you and he said, he sort of tugs on your robe. Yes. I look down. And, <laughs> and he says, Strix, we are uh-huh. bee stingers. We have to look after each other. All right. I say we let them create the distraction that we need to get to my sister. Once I get to her, I can get her out. But well, I ne- here's the thing. We can't break any more laws. I don't care about laws. These are water deep, stupid laws. I agree with that. And I don't come from but- water deep, and Harsha doesn't come from water deep, and water deep's laws don't apply to us. We're bee stingers. I, they don't apply to you. Laws apply to people. No. For a reason. No. Laws are laws are stupid. Unless you're the one who's making them. I mean, I agree with you that laws are stupid, but I also have a aversion to getting my friends put in jail because it makes them sad. No, we're breaking someone out of jail. Don't you see? That's the right thing to do. We don't put people in jail. We get oh. people out. I'm seeing your point. I mean, I'd rather Would you fact- would you want to be would you want to be spending the next 5 years in a labor camp with no friends and no family? I mean, I no. Put yourself in no. her shoes. I spent 50 years alone and no, I her wouldn't. Her tiny tiny that. little shoes. They're really tiny. Yours are tiny. Everyone, like, they're just so small. Shut up. And just agree with me. <laughs> well, I just, I don't want to put any of my friends in danger. I I can help you, but I, I don't I just, want... I just got your friend out of danger. There is no danger. Just you and me and Bee Stingers and those guys with the bombs and shit. Let them blow I, themselves up. I don't want them to ta- to bring any of those bombs. Would you rather them stay here? Those bombs in your bakery where they can no, just blow right. up everything? You're I'm right. sorry. That was a little louder than I intended. Go back to your bombs. Go I back can't to your... Just, I can't just leave. I can't just leave. Like, I, did that, I mean, if, if we disappear, it's going to be real bad. 
Now, now, young lady, we could make this easy. Who's your commanding officer? Just get an order from him and we'll be on our way. Well, yeah, but that's Diaz, and you want me to go without my commanding officer. Ooh, that that servant cool. boy was your commanding officer? Yes, I, they did call him captain. That was... <laughs> if it helps, I will be your commanding officer. I am a senior bee stinger. Family loyalty means something. If I don't agree to this, does this mean that I'm going to have to go back to destroying the multiverse? That's right. You won't be a bee stinger anymore, and you won't have the protection of the family name. You'll be a whatever you were before. I don't remember. It, all right, fine. Whatever you want me to do. I Wait. just don't want everyone to get in trouble. Gather your things, boys. We're heading out. Can I Tally say- ho, pip pip. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Can I say at this point, Diaz walks back in through the front door, <laughs> having not made it five feet before <laughs> overhearing Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Make a perception check and we'll see. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, it's real good. Okay. Uh, 26. 26. Yes. Yeah. As soon as they, like, the, the door throws open, you're like there. Yeah. Oh. Hey guys. I did. I, I messed up. It's all right, Strix. It's just. I'm not letting you go alone. Okay. I was going to. I just don't want you to go to jail. I'm like. I'm not going to jail. You're not going to jail. No one's going to jail. Hopefully. But still, it's better I go with you if you guys are going to do anything brash. That's fair. <laughs> there are three GIF just standing. <laughs> With grenades. <laughs> well, I guess we should go now. Oh, I see. Are there children in this house? I see toys everywhere. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're outside playing. Uh, I really don't want them to beat you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope you're training them well. <laughs> they could be a captain at a young age like this lad. <laughs> Sorry about the houseboy. Warrington says, I have been waiting for this for some time, I must admit. After you plucked me out of those briny depths, I thought my end was near, but you saved my life and this is my chance to repay you. (laughs) And in the company of such fine gentlemen. Yes, yes. (laughs) Well, you know you never owe us anything, Warrington, but I wouldn't dare defy you the time to put that trusty... Smoke powdery firearm to good use because I know how much you like it. <laughs> Indeed, I do. Uh, Maybe we can go to space after this and just leave forever. <laughs> <laughs> no one will find us. <laughs> do we uh, need to bring waffles? You think? Do we need like waffles to eat anyone? Or are you talking uh, about victuals? I'd gladly eat something. I'm half stuffed. I just gave you a yes. pot. No, the, the the less the better for this. Uh, right. If we're just going in there. We're just going to do an inquiry. So, Does, do these do these three hippo people look like an inquiry to you? <laughs> oh, we are trained in the manner of discretion. I we so, are nothing if not discreet. Yes, that is why my nickname is Lightning. And, and mine is Thunder. Exactly. And mine okay. is Warrington Munt. Yes. It's no nickname needed. The faster we get this over, the faster I can kill back to making pies. And your nickname is Strix. <laughs> it is quite hilarious, I agree. Well, that's just my name. Really. I mean, I, that's... <laughs> yes. Do, I turn to Warrington Munt and I say, did you not tell her what it means? Um, what? Oh, yes. Well, 
They never came up in casual conversation, and it's not the kind of thing a gentleman brings up to a lady. What? <laughs> yes. What? Yeah. Well, excuse me. Very embarrassed. Yes. Wait, what? What is? What's my name? You can't just say these things to me. I have, this is a. This is a. This is an optics problem. This is bad optics. Uh, we should. We should carry on the mission. First, foremost, yes, yes. always the mission. Yes. 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 We can't dally about little matters such as names or meanings. Let's yes. be off. Afraid I really stepped in it there. Then I'll I grab can't be the black staff if my main name means something. <laughs> Smash cut two. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Um, so, getting out uh, through the city won't be that difficult because Hegemon is going to make all of you invisible except uh, the driver of the wagon of the cart, and that will be you, DF. Since you're a, since right. you're a captain, you won't have any trouble getting in and out. Oh, I thought his. Reason going to be because I'm the servant boy, but I, that's way better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. To his credit, he doesn't see you as a servant boy. Good. And I'm terribly embarrassed about that. By yes. the way. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten that all straightened yes. out. Yes. So from Troll Skull Alley, you take Seradun Street to the High Road, and then the High Road into the Field Ward through and across the Field Ward through the North Gate. Since you're a captain, you get no flack from the guards. In fact, they clear the crowds away so that you can take your rickety. Uh, weirdly sort of heavy set empty wagon out (laughs) and then once you get out of the city along the high road it's really just the first right you take that and that road will bear you straight to Ammon's farm and you can see it as soon as you leave the city because you're on high ground as you leave the north gate Ammon's farm is a vast encampment basically on a flat prairie uh, with a bunch of tents in a strip along one side, and then the fields in rows on the other, with the barn and other buildings nestled among those fields. There's also what appears to be, between the tents and the fields, a command building. Looks like a barracks for the soldiers who work Amman's Farm. And as you draw near in your rickety wagon, DF, you can see around the perimeter of Amman's Farm are city guardsmen on horseback, just basically doing a very light, casual patrol around the outside to make sure nobody hops over the fence and tries to skedaddle. Okay. Um, At this point, Invisible Hegemon says to you, Now, it's very important that I find my sister as quickly as possible. You can leave the rescue of her to me. All that's important is that I can get close to her. Well, yes, I'm aware of what you need. We'll just, just allow me to do the talking, please. And don't do anything hasty or brash or don't foolish. tell me what to do. I hate that. <laughs> Says this invisible we're, voice. <laughs> we're not going to get along very well. <laughs> I don't care. Just do your job. Yeah, if you want me to do my job, you have to listen to what I say. I'm telling you, if you do anything stupid, this can go get much, much worse. Invisible voices. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! 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 Oh my me. Oh my god! 
All right. Uh, so yes, when you, this road will basically uh, hug the west side of the fence of Ammon's Farm before it heads to the barn and other buildings. Uh, but before you even get that far, a guard on horseback, a, a woman um, in her forties, uh, late late forties, early fifties, uh, in in her full uniform, stops you with a raised a gloved hand and says, "Halt." Where are you going? Uh, the high road her. is back that way. Uh, I actually will dismount from the cart and uh, approach her, like, sort of like, actually, like, face to face. Show her the badge. Ah, uh, the city watch. What brings you here? Say, I, uh, I am Deathwood Row investigator, uh, and I'm here just to uh, make a couple of inquiries about some of the potential. Uh, Or what would you call them? Inmates here? <clears throat> I, I don't understand. Uh, I'm just here to follow up on some possible leads, and I need to just double check on a couple of things here, paperwork wise, and the like. Well, that's unusual. Yeah, it is. Make a deception roll. Ah, oh, heck. Where's my deception? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Six. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Let's do this. Um, if you want to get on your wagon, I'll lead you to the commander. All right, much appreciated. <laughs> it's just like, I did it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hop on. Your, your little mule uh, takes, yeah. takes the cart uh, forward. Um, you get stuck in some mud for a bit. So the guard just sort of stops and waits until the mule gets the wagon out. It's, the wagon is so burdened and so heavy right now <laughs> that it is, it is sinking in deep ruts uh, into the soft earth of the road. And, uh, yes, I think we'll be able to make a very quick getaway, Durham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hegemon says, this would be a lot easier if one of you brutes got out and pushed. Oh, yes, uh, right away, sir. Uh, as the lowest ranking gif, I will get out and immediately begin. So pushing. as soon as he gets out, you kind of spring up a couple inches, Diaz, <laughs> and the captain just sort of gives you sort of arches an eyebrow as the whole wagon heaves, and then there's a strange invisible grunt, and then suddenly the mule is kind of pushed or knocked forward by the carriage or the the, the cart uh, as it is pushed out of the rut. Diaz is just like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> And you get it out, no problem. You're, you're more than strong enough there, Corporal, to give this thing the heave-ho. And uh, do you want to just walk behind it at this point, or do you want to hop back in? Uh, I'll keep walking behind it until okay. we get to a point where I think I need to hop in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Leaving yeah, footprints, not... probably, in the oh room. Oh, my God. I'm not getting out. I'm staying. <laughs> All right. Um, they le- she leads you into the farm between two fields, down an aisle between them to the barracks house. And uh, Diath, make an insight check. Okay. Ooh. 
Uh, not bad. Uh, 17. That's pretty good. That's good enough. You can see as you're now in the camp, in the heart of it, there are workers in the fields um, doing their thing under the supervision of guards on horseback or guards on foot. Uh, as you're making your way deeper and deeper in the compound, the guard who's leading you is kind of giving gestures, which look like hand waves at first glance, but they're not. They're too subtle. She is, she is signaling and you, uh, and you can see that a number of the guards in the field on horseback and whatnot are basically conveying her signals, her hand signals, to others across the entire camp. You think that this is an alarm system. Ugh. Oh, no. And she's leading you right into it. And then the gates behind your wagon close. No. <laughs> What's protocol here? Well, this is interesting because the city watch is basically the police force in charge of um, investigating crime in the city and protecting the city with, mm-hmm. and, and sort of keeping the peace in the city. The city guard is the military in charge with defending the walls of the city and basically repelling forces. You're a city watchman in a city guard outpost. So... Um, your rank doesn't exactly carry over in this environment. Right, and I just realized all of this just now as yes, I realized I... this is going very, very wrong. Yeah. Now, my dear Corporal, I don't wish to alarm you, but I believe our, uh, our route of egress has been shut off. It's not very tactically sound. Oh, uh, I shall have a witchlight marauder ready, sir, uh, just in case we need to blow this entrance. Yes. I think that's wise. But don't forget, yes. discretion first. Discretion. Exactly. Yes. And I have my Series X Planet Buster. Oh. Okay. I'm going to turn. Oh, I already forgot. What, what is the halfling's name again? Hegemon. Hegemon. That's right. I'm going to turn to Hegemon. And, uh, or wherever he is, I'm going to turn to a blank space yes. and start talking. Okay. And say, I don't know if this is going to work. So you need to go find your sister right now. You Invisible. You don't get a response. Are you here? You sort of reach out and there's nothing. He's gone. He left. <laughs> I charge. Okay. Who oh, no. knows? All right. I just like. I just like. I just be. I'm just like. Okay. We've been. We've been duped. Do I? Can I? Can I do an insight check onto if we've been duped? Sure. Make an insight check. <laughs> oh, nice. That's a sixteen. Uh it smells like a dupe to you. Okay. Yeah. We've been. We've been duped. Okay. So yeah. I. Uh, I become visible. Either, either again. that, or else Hegemon hit upon that idea shortly before you did and exercised okay. his right to go hunting for his sister. Okay. <laughs> but I'm feeling the, I'm feeling the, the former. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, uh, I uninvisible myself. You can in do the, that. Inside you can basically do that by attacking somebody or casting a spell. So whatever you cast a little spell and you're invisible. Am I invisible? Okay. Mostly I just like, maybe I'll just like turn my staff into something and then turn it back or something. Okay. Um, and uh, I will tap on the uh, 
the top of the carriage to just like try and get Dia's attention. Yeah, you do. Tick mm. tick. What? <laughs> For like through like a like a knot hole, like you just hear like, uh, 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 Hegemond is is gone. I'm pretty sure uh, he was just uh, using us. Uh, uh, This is uh, not particularly good for us. Well, he's gone, uh, so it's uh, let's let's leave. It's just time to leave. No, impossible. First order of business: find our charge. You no, go ahead. You just go. We're gonna leave. Yes, but am I still following the the? Mm -hmm. Okay, and she's still leading me somewhere. Yeah, toward a bunch of guards. Uh, we can uh I mean I don't know if I have to help him if he he is using us. Not very honorable. And he uh, said that word like fifteen times, so I'm, I'm going I wanna stop the cart. Yeah. Uh that, that way I can like just keep approaching on foot. So as soon as I like stop the cart and I like uh turn around to kinda like start dismounting, I use it to kinda talk back to Strix. Uh, uh, and I'll just say, oh no, stay put, don't, don't let, uh, yeah, I'll say, like, uh, stay put, they've already sounded the alarm. Yeah, well, she's gonna immediately open the door and be like, oh, I didn't realize we were here already! Hello! What's happening, Strixwood? What are you doing? <laughs> so this this me. tiefling bursts up out of this wagon. Uh, the 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 guard on horseback seems kind of nonplussed, like she was expecting something to come out, but um, and and just sort of stares, raises her eyebrows. I was, I we're trying to do some research so that that maybe we could have some. See, we see. I own a bakery, a very important, well-renowned bakery in the city, with with my compatriot here. And we're trying to see if maybe criminal labor might be good for making pies. <laughs> That's what we're going with, huh? <laughs> uh, as the um, as, Okay, make a, first of all, make a deception check. <laughs> My face is like... <laughs> deception! Uh, could I maybe make it intimidation? Mm, didn't, didn't sound very intimidating. very intimidating. What if I looked bad? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, that's actually not bad. 20. Okay. Uh... As implausible as your story seems, uh, they honestly, I said it was pretty good. Uh, they, uh, uh, she, she will listen. Uh, you can see other guards, sort of coming out, uh, with hands rested on swords, though none of them have drawn weapons yet. And you can see among them, sort of emerging from the, the garrison building, in the company of what you assume to be somebody fairly important, is an. Elderly halfling woman. Oh no. With a big stick. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so, Rosie, 
you received word through your various sources mm-hmm. that a member of the family was doing something off the grid and uh, was going to try to do something utterly foolish, which is uh, break another family member out of this camp. You not only received the message, but you got to the camp in time to talk to the commanding officer about the situation, tell that person who you are, and warn them that some tomfoolery might go down and that you would take care of it. All right. So I I walk out. I see Strix, do I see you? Oh, yeah. I'm right there making that crazy face of mine that I do. Oh, that's my favorite. Um, So... (laughs) Rosie, I, I walk out, uh, I'm leaning heavily on my staff, I take in this sight, and I see Strix, my, my, my face softens, and I say, hi, dear, how are you? Are you eating? Oh, it's Grandma! And I'll just, like, go and run and give her a hug, and just, like, <laughs> like just kneel down and be like, yay! <laughs> so uh, the, the, the gif, you don't know who this old halfling woman is, or why Strix suddenly feels the need to throw herself at this uh, tiny person's feet. What is this? Says Warrington from the back of the wagon. Yes. What is this? Oh, yes. I mean, I mean, I mean, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I guess, like, I don't know how to make you guys visible, but there's three hippo people here. And I think we were duped by Hegemund, who you see here. I don't know if you know Hegemund, Uh, but pretty sure he lied to me. No. Are you sure, Hegemund? Yeah, I think he lied to me. Where is he? I mean, he's invisible somewhere. He said he wanted to rescue his sister from this camp and that if I didn't do it... Like mid-sentence, Rosie turns away from you. She goes, (laughs) (laughs) My dear Miss Barnacle, we have discretion to concern ourselves with. Yes. Okay, at this point in time, I need the gif in the wagon (laughs) to make a perception check. Oh, Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's a 19. There you go. Yes, that's a 7 for me. Okay. Sergeant. All right, Uh, Sergeant, you hear something in one of the crates with you that just sort of goes twang, and then you hear what it sounds like, almost like a Rube Goldberg-esque clattering inside the crate. (laughs) (laughs) I take out my monocle, I look (laughs) over my shoulder, and I peer quite gingerly inside this this box. It explodes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, at this point in time, the wagon just is consumed in the biggest fireball you have ever seen. It is multicolored. It's got, like, purple, reds, pinks, yellows, oranges, flame shooting out of it in all directions. Uh, the the wagon is obliterated, as is its steed. And I'm glad I got out. I need the, the gift to make dexterity saving throws. Oh, good. I was in there! No, you ran and hugged Rosie. I know. Yeah. Thankfully. Thankfully. Was I far <laughs> enough away from said explosion? Yes. Yay. You're just, out, you're just out of the range. Actually, you're probably close enough that you're kind of blown off your feet. Yeah, I imagine I'm <laughs> like, lunch floor, forward yeah. from the blast, and like, face down. <laughs> yes. And then well, you, you, my good, uh, yeah. good corporate <laughs> <laughs> What did you get on your dexterity saving? Uh, I got a 16, and I'd like to remind the dungeon master I was walking behind the car. That is true. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. 
How just what you see, Corporal. Uh, despite outranking you. <laughs> uh -oh. oh no! I seem to have rolled a six. Oh dear. Oh. oh. That is Vlogistan indeed. Yes. Indeed. All right. Uh, sorry, still rolling. <laughs> That's no. not good. That's not good. Carry the five. Rosie is still poking around for hegemon. Yes, she's, got, she's yes. got her stick, and occasionally she'll just swipe it. <laughs> I know you're here. Yeah. And Strix is just following her, being like, I'm really sorry I didn't write. I was going to. I think I'm cursed. That was what I was going to write you about. And she's just like telling her stories about what had been happening. So a bunch of criminals in the field see the explosion. They all sort of duck down, and many of the guards are caught off guard as well as this great plume of smoke arrives, and then this shower of flinders, wooden fragments, just kind of rains down upon all of a men's farm. Uh, okay, so, uh, Corporal? Yes? You take 45 points of oh damage. What's <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. doing the accent? Yeah. <laughs> all right. By the spheres. Uh, Sergeant, you take 90. <laughs> well, it's not instant death. <laughs> 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 So this, this fuming carcass uh, basically lands with a flop in oh amid some carrots. And you recognize instantly, Corporal, that the sergeant is down. Oh, no. Uh, I immediately rush over and begin uh, gift CPR, uh, which I assume I have some sort of military <laughs> training probably in. Okay. Uh, and I also start playing an emergency song on my bugle. <laughs> as soon as the, as soon as the emergency <laughs> song starts, like Strix is like in the middle of like some story to Rosie, like and then this one time and then and but she turns around, and she's like, oh. Can we all just take a moment to really appreciate the visualization of GIF CPR? <laughs> hippo to hippo, hippo to hippo, like smooching. Okay, everybody, everybody, roll initiative so I know what order we're going in uh, relative to Hegemon. <laughs> Who's trying to avoid oh, Rosie. Wow. So we'll start with Strix. Uh, that's a five. DF? Eight. Eight. Uh, even though you're down, Sergeant, what's your initiative? <clears throat> Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, Corporal? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Rosie? Four. Four. And Hegemon is a blah. So there we go. So first thing that happens is, Corporal, you run over to the charred... Uh, um, looks like almost like just burnt to a crisp corpse, um, with bits of wood stuck in his nose and in his face and in his chest, uh, and also bits of. Uh, he's just got smoldering powder all over him. Um, mm -hmm. You go over and you attempt CPR. Uh, make a mid medicine check. Okay. Uh, Twenty. There you go. Dirty Twenty. Yeah. Okay, so you are able to stabilize him immediately. Yes. <sighs> um, this blackened, charred corpse of your um, friend. Mm -hmm. and My brother. Yes. So then that's an action for you. You do mm -hmm. have some movement left if you wanted like, to drag him out of the carrots or something like that. You could do that. Uh, yeah, that's, I want to, uh, he ain't heavy, he's my brother, like, pick yeah. him up. Yeah. Is, are, am I still invisible at this point? Has at this point ended? in time, the invisibility has ended. Okay, cool. So, yeah, so, so I want to... There, there, there are hippos on the field. Okay, great. 
So yeah, I want to pick him up and see if I can carry him to some cover okay. uh, while drawing a pistol in my other hand. Okay. Uh, oh God, they're going full of World War II on us. <laughs> yep. All right, at this point in time, uh, next turn up is uh, Sergeant Ernest Thunder Packer, but he is stabilized, so no death save for you at the moment. And that brings us to... Uh, Chris, I'm also calling out for the Commodore. Ah, yes. So the bla- you're not sure what happened to the Commodore in the blast. <laughs> you're like oh, looking no. around, there's like just a crater where the wagon used to be. <laughs> if he is around, he's either still airborne or... <laughs> Landed in a haystack somewhere. Um, Excellent. Yes. And he was two weeks from retirement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I should roll initiative for him before I forget. Okay. Um, All right. And that brings us to Hegemon. Now, Hegemon is... So Ammon's farm is a big, sprawling... Um, labor camp farm. Hegemon is somewhere about Rosie, but you're not sure where because the little Uh bastard was invisible or he was, you suspect. Mm. Um, What's he going to do? Oh, he's looking for his sister. He's already got the distraction going. So he'll do that. Which brings us to DF. Well, I would like to stand up. Yes. Uh, and immediately look at the guard and just be like, I don't know what that was. I don't know what happened. You brought explosives? That wasn't me. I'm pretty sure that was. D- not willingly or by my knowledge. You were the driver. Strix will also be like, no, but we were, there's an invisible halfling walking around named Hegemon who brought everything. Oh, boy. This is important. Where is Harsha Beestinger? Well, before you showed up and blew yourselves up, we were in the process of having Harsha brought to the garrison commander. I don't know why. She was merely summoned. So she is probably on her way here, on her way there now, in shackles. So she's Um, not here. I suggest you find your hedge of whatever and stop him before we do. Oh, no. Please stop him. No, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you're welcome to stop him. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Harsha's not here. Uh... Uh, I guess the first thing I do is we'll run past the explosion back towards where the entrance yep. kind of was. Yep. And basically start looking for tiny halfling footprints. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> All right. Make a survival check. Uh, uh, oh, boy. <laughs> Mr. Tracker. Uh, yeah. Six. <laughs> yeah, there were, the, the tracks around the cart got obliterated, so you kind of look off in sort of a random direction. You find yourself standing amid some cabbages, and it's kind of cool, but you don't see any halfling prints. Um, but you're looking around, and uh, the woman on horseback says, Don't worry, Captain, the city guard has this under control. And uh, she'll turn and start barking orders at some other guards to find 
a halfling who's not wearing shackles. Anything else I should know about him? Um, no. Okay. He knows. He, he knows. <laughs> he's pretty good at magic. If he tries to name drop a bee stinger on you, it's not valid. So. <laughs> uh, which brings us to Warrington, who does indeed emerge from a haystack, <laughs> crawls out of it, <coughs> goes over, reaches for his gun, and realizes it's blown to pieces, and says, Darnation! And he, he holds it up and it breaks in half. And he says, No. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> and then he pounds the ground. <laughs> no! With his fist. Uh, uh, no! Strix, you're standing next to Rosie. Right. Who's poking the air with her stick. Right. Um, I'm like, uh, I'll, I can look around. Uh, if he's by where his sister is, maybe I can look around on my broom. That'd be faster. You got any, like, don't be invisible spells? No. I mostly just set things on fire or turn things into chickens. If you, yeah, have, if you, have, dis- if you have dispel magic, you could. If you yeah, my warlock has dispel magic. Yeah. I don't think I have that. Okay. Anymore because I wanted more fire. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at this fuming crater, Rosie. Like, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I, I think I think what we can do is if I get on my broom, I can definitely go find a sister, and then he's supposed to be trying to find a sister. You got room for two on that broom? I mean, probably. You're very small. Let's do that. You just go on my shoulders. All right. right. So Rosie hops on. Now, you know, Strix, that this broom is really intended to just carry one creature. But as you say, Rosie is light. And actually, uh, you find that once she hops on board, she's actually, because she's like this super monk, lighter than air almost. Oh. Wow. Yes. So she hops on you. It's like a a feather on your back. And uh, as you take to the skies, your broom is able to handle the load. And you launch yourself up with a huge... Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I'm going to fix it one of these days. Cloud of smoke. (laughs) And it it backfires about 30 feet up in the air. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, then, all right, keep your eyes open and we'll just see if we can see him or his sister. I don't think there's too many halflings here, so just keep, just we'll look. Since you're skyrocketing right away, you can make, you can both make perception checks and I'll give you advantage for, because you're high up. Mm. Wow, that's cool. I love rolling two threes. Mm. <laughs> I think I got a 20. Oh, me. great. Uh, so, Rosie, you spot uh, what you assume to be, uh, from this distance, Harsha Bee Stinger. She, mm. is, she is a halfling with sort of um, pippy longstocking-like um, hair, uh, very light-skinned, and mm. uh, she's being waltzed in shackles through this tent city mm. where the prisoners are kept when they're not working the fields. Um, is my guess that she deserves to be here? Knowing her? Yes, yeah. She, <laughs> okay. she, she has an insatiable love of firearms, and you know good and well that uh, Waterdeep is a <laughs> firearm-free city that deals mm-hmm. harsh punishments to those who bear and or trade in these weapons. All right. <laughs> oh, 
Strix, sweetheart, I see her down there. Um, All right. Do you want me to throw you? You know, yeah, I would love that, actually. Thank you. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> so you're just going to, like, launch her off at some point as you're yeah. booming, thunder booming overhead? All right. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, go. you're going to land. You're fine. <laughs> All right. You're so, like a... Good. Yeah, you're launch- so after a 60-foot trip through the air, Rosie, you are propelled off the broom, and um, are you, like, s- trying to, like, soften your descent? Because you're about 30, yeah, feet, 30 I got, feet up Yeah, I got the, the monk, agile, slow fall or whatever. I don't okay. have my character party, but I can do, like, a cool yep. landing, three-point landing. All right, yes. So you And Strix's land- throw is probably terrible, too, so it's all up to you. All right. Uh you land uh, amid the two guards who are escorting this young halfling uh, who shouts, Rosie, bee stinger! Uh, yeah. Hi, Harsha. Been a while. Oh, nuts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. To say the least, what are you doing in Waterdeep? Well, technically, I'm not in Waterdeep. I'm... No, you've never been good with this word badgering nonsense. Oh, Answer the question. <laughs> I was selling weapons for my brother. I'm sorry. Where is he? I don't know. Is he here? Well, that's the rumor. She's all paranoid looking. <laughs> She's like trying to, still trying to find where yep, the dude Of course. Yep. Is there any sign of him? You look around, you don't see anything. It's even harder now because you're kind of in the tent city, so there are all these tents around you blocking your line of sight. Okay. Um, the, the good news is that if Hegemon wants to find her, he's got to wend his way through this maze of tents. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I think the thing that I want to do is bring Harsha out to where all of these crazy hippo men okay. and strict were. That would be out in the open amid the fields, so she'd be much right. more visible there. Okay. Yeah, and so I, I, the whole way I'm shouting, Hegemon, we're going back to the cart. Meet us there <laughs> to talk to you. <laughs> okay, as you tap your staff, and you, you're a monk, so you're, you move like the wind. You can just sure. sort of drag Harsha behind you because her movement is greatly restricted by the shackles around her ankles. So she clanks and clatters and clatters as you grab her and pull her along. And, and, and the whole time, she's just, like, apologizing to you and saying it was her brother's idea. It was her brother's idea. She was totally well, talked into it. I know, sweetie. I know. <laughs> um, and, uh, and she says, if there were any justice, he'd be in shackles and not me, that kind of thing. So uh, you, you, but the rest of you can see Rosie dragging this small halfling girl behind her. Oh, good. Yeah, and Strix is just following up ahead, so just, like, I mean, above Rosie, yeah. keeping up. The guards in the compound are currently looking around to see if they can see any sign of an invisible halfling moving among them. Of course, some of the plants that grow here, the corn stalks and things, are even taller than a halfling is, so this is like looking for a needle in a haystack, as it were. Yeah. Um, which brings us back to you, Corporal Rufus Durham. Oh, yes. Um, so Corporal Durham is uncharacteristically passionate right now because yes. his brother has fallen. Um, and the, and mission, he, the mission is in grave peril, too. Yes, yes. So I, at this point, knowing that Hegemon has set us up in a way that has hurt my brother, uh, I guess 
what is sort of the gif way here? Is am I more loyal to this, the mission? This is a, this is a conundrum, a genuine yes. gif conundrum, because <laughs> your lawful neutral brain tells mm-hmm. you that when you are given orders by a superior officer, you follow those orders through without question and to their natural conclusion. So your orders were to protect Hegemon. Those orders have not been rescinded. They still stand. It doesn't matter what kind of person Hegemon is. That's your job, to get him back to the Rock of Brawl alive. Mm. That being said, whatever he has done is something he should answer for when the mission is concluded. Mm. Yes. Uh, So I think what I'm going to do is I'll uh, find a safe place to plop down uh, Sergeant Packer's body. Yes. Uh, I'll pull out my musket and toss it to Warrington Munt um, because I still have my two pistols. He catches Uh, it (laughs) triumphantly. uh, I will go over to Rosie and say, uh, Madam, is it your intention that we take your family member Alive, motherfucker, though he may be. <laughs> I didn't realize the uh, the gif had such a gift with words. You also oh, forgot, yes. you also forgot just how ginormous they are. Yeah, I, I, look, I look up and up and up and up, and I'm like, boy, Hegemon's really compensating for something. Isn't he? <laughs> yes, well, if it were up to me, I would. Smash his face in till he looked like a collection of Strix. But, as you know, <laughs> it is yeah. my, my duty to protect him. <laughs> and so I, uh, I wonder if it is your intention to bring him alive uh, so that I may fulfill my charge of protecting him. As long as he's returned to the Rock of Brawl and he understands that this is not his plane or his judiciary, then we can come to an understanding. But I need to have a word with him first, because if I see him, if I see him again, anywhere in Faerun or anywhere else that I might be, I will not be so generous. Oh, yes. But, well, I will not be one to get involved in family matters, as it were. Yes. Mark. What's the rock of brawl? At this, yeah, the thing you're not supposed to talk about. Um, okay, the, uh, the next thing that happens is, or the next person's turn that comes up is Hegemon's. Hegemon, Hegemon. Well, he knows where she is now. Okay. This, this is so weird, this spell. Okay. In the meantime, I smolder. Yes, you smolder. All right. Rosie, Mm. everybody around you suddenly freezes. Like just absolutely perfectly still, like a still photograph in whatever position and pose that they were in. You also see the smoke rising up from the crater has also frozen. Like the entire world has been caught oh, in a cool. time I'm stop. So, cool. 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 I'm glad he knows that spell. Strix, cool. Strix is in the air, just frozen with a big trail of smoke coming up behind her that's also frozen. Okay. And you seem to be the only one unaffected. Okay. All right. It's beautiful. Well done. I love it. It's great. Come on. Come on uh, out. You can see sort of 
rising up out of some tall vegetables is this albino halfling in a patchwork robe, and he says, this was all a, a misunderstanding. Is that right? Pray tell, explain it to me, Hedgy. Uh, it, was, it was wrong to, to incarcerate a bee stinger. The family comes first. That's what I was always told. That's accurate. The other thing you were always told was stay the fuck out of Waterdeep, weren't you? Oh, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't go to Waterdeep. My sis, never mind, I'm not going to lie. No, no, I don't think you are. No, I can't do it. I cannot do it. I can <laughs> lie to anybody else, but I, <laughs> I just want to be with my sister and I need her to be under Baron of the Rock of Brawl. If you think this, these waterworks are going to sway me, you're wrong. Oh. This, is, this is one too many times. You know what this means. <gasps> no. No, 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 no. Give me another chance. Just, just one more chance. I'll get it right next time. I promise. I'll get it right next time. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know how this got out of hand. I just thought a simple transaction of guns would not go this horribly wrong. What have I become? I become a monster. Oh, God, sweetheart. No, you're not a monster. She gathers Hegemon into a big <laughs> Like, sh- you're not a monster. You've never been a monster. You're just kind of an idiot. And you are going to stay on the rock. Do you understand? Okay. I, I, can I go home now? Yes, and you're going to stay there. Can I don't, take... I don't, I I don't want to hear your name for at least another 50 years. Do you I, understand? Can I take my sister? Yes. You can take your sister. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mama Beastinger. Bye-bye. And he bows and nods and he backs up. And then he goes over to his frozen sister. And as soon as he touches her, the time stop ends for everybody. Mm. And everything starts to happen again. Uh, And Harsha is surprised when she sees her brother. And uh, the first thing she does is she punches him in the nose. (laughs) Rosie's like no stop (laughs) what took you so long you stupid albino rat and uh uh hegemon's like i i wanted to rescue you i had to plan everything and i had to get i had to settle up with with argus and and make sure that we had all the resources necessary and she said i don't want to hear it I don't want to hear another word. I have picked carrots and cabbage and corn, and I shucked corn. You know how hard shucking corn is, you little fucker? Strix from the top. That actually kind of sounds nice and idyllic. <laughs> uh, anyway, they have a little brother-sister spat uh, before Hegemon suggests that they teleport away. Um, but he, mm-hmm. can't, he can't do that till next round. Um, and uh, she just says, some wizard you are. <laughs> <laughs> Time. <laughs> uh, and that brings us to um, Diath. Uh, what, what's happening? You Are see, cool you see a brother sister attacking each other. Yeah, Ver- that's Diath saying this out loud to yeah. to Rosie okay. and this, everyone else. Like, what's happening? I, I'd be cool with this. What's it's managed? <laughs> and there's like a certain piercing sternness in Rosie's voice 
even Diaz is just like, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> At this point in time, Warrington comes over with his tiny musket and uh, stands next to uh, the sergeant and says, <laughs> sergeant's unconscious and <laughs> fuming, says, sergeant, this is no time to be lying down on the job. Get up! Get up, man! What are you doing just loafing around when there's business and mission to accomplish here? Get up! And at this point in time, uh, something happens and you awaken. <laughs> you, Warrington is yelling in your ear, Get up! <laughs> He's a fourth edition warlord. I yeah. have no idea. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Good God, submission! <laughs> and then he takes. Monocle is shattered. It's useless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll pull. He'll pull you up to your feet. Uh, Commodore, <laughs> I thank you to the depths of my heart. Uh, Benjamin, where is he? He's right there. Uh, I, I trundle over towards him and I try and pick him up. Okay. My good man, and I'm lifting him a clean eight feet off the ground. Put me right down. Put me down, you oaf. No, no. My mission is to keep you safe. And the last time I let you go, you wandered off. It's this or a leash, my good man. <laughs> you know, I think I've, I've, it's occurred to me maybe a new condition on your return <laughs> to the rock. I think that these two should be your companions for a good long time, Hedgerman. Oh, think- yes. <laughs> what? Uh, Ah, 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 does this lady outrank you? Nothing's going my way. This wasn't the plan. I'm sorry, I tried to blow you up. Are you? Uh, yes. Well, apology accepted, but you're he's still lying. He already lied to me. Yeah, he he duped us. I've landed right. at this point, uh, and okay. I'm just like, yes, yeah, Strix, it is your leave. turn. Oh, I just want he the mean lying wizard to leave. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if nothing else then transpires, uh, he and he grabs hold of his sister. And then, only because Rosie Beestinger is watching him and has set upon him this condition, he holds a handout to the GIF and says, we're, we're, we're heading back now to that place we can't talk about. Uh-huh. Yes. Take me by That's the hand, good. and we will go there forthwith via magic. Wait, are you taking Warrington, too? He looks, Warrington, at, he looks at Rosie. <laughs> he need, Warrington needs to go home. Oh, yes, well, you know, I was to help you on this mission, but it turned out I was no help whatsoever. Until I've resolved that particular debt, I'd just as soon stay with you. That sounds good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ben, congratulations on fulfilling your mission. I'm sure the Major will be doubly impressed when you return. It was a pleasure meeting you. Uh, I'm going to take off the bandolier of grenades and say... You can't no. find gunpowder in this town and toss them to Commodore no. Warrington Munch. No. no. Uh, and then no. I will 
stand over and I'm going to uh, grab the uh, his sister and say, well, she punched you, sir. I will protect you from her. Uh, and then I will grab his hand. Okay. <laughs> then the two gif and the two halflings <sighs> teleport away. Wait, I need to tell you what Strix means. Oh. <laughs> it means anything. I think you're just me. I just think you're me, and I don't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, the 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 guards uh, already talked um, by Rosie into releasing their charge into her care. Watch as Harsha leaves and go back to the business of dealing with the other prisoners. Rosie and- turns to Strix briefly and says. Um, she like brushes some dust off of your robe. Yeah, there's a lot. And she says quietly, quietly, just so you can hear. She's like, "You never write." I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I meant to. You know, I have. So, I just have so much to tell you, and then I just get scared. And you know, I'll I'll do it. I promise. Okay, sweetie. And she looks at Diaz and she goes, "I like him." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> And then walks away. And then Rosie's gone. <laughs> Grandma, wait! There's just like this, uh, this like summer wind, and then you turn, and Rosie's gone. Exactly. <laughs> and yes, and at that point in time, the oh, she's gone. Yeah, she actually left. <laughs> totally. Yes. At that point in time, uh, Diath, the the uh, guard on horseback, comes over to you, and he says, and she says. Well, I don't know what all of that was about, and I haven't pieced together all of the information yet. But <laughs> you, sir, are a very brave man. Well, or stupid. We'll let time decide that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Strix goes, I'm definitely stupid. <clears throat> uh, Diaz just tries to uh, take a moment to explain everything that actually happened. Right. Yeah. Apologize profusely on his own and on behalf of the city watch. She says, so what is this brawl that they were speaking of? I have no idea. Can I, like, arcana check that or something? No, it's not an arcane thing. Oh. It's just you had, you'd have to know of it or had to have been there. Well, I don't like not knowing something, so now I know that I don't know and I'm mad. So it's just you and Warrington and Diath standing amidst this prison camp. And Warrington says with his little musket, Well, tucks it in his belt. <laughs> I believe we have done a great service here for someone. I'm not sure who or what. But it was delightful to see some old friends. I don't think we've seen the last of them. Oh, Warrington, what's the rock of brawl? You'll know. Yes, well, let us talk about that over pie, shall we? Great. Yeah. Sure. We're well, never going to know. Is there any other thing you'd like to know? <laughs> <laughs> about a certain no. meaning of a certain name? <laughs> oh, yeah, what does Strix mean, Warrington? <laughs> is that for, like, is this a joke? Or do I mean, like, butt? Or, like, what is it? The three of you are having this conversation as you're walking out, and he sort of puts his big arms around you both <laughs> and just sort of walks you out. With his Am arms. I a spot? No. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I was going to say. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a naval term that we gif use. It's not very flattering. I don't want to burden you. No, but I don't mind being burdened. That's pretty much all my life. It's a, uh, well, since you asked so nicely, 
I will tell you, but don't hold it against me. It's, it's an old term, you understand. It's, it's been in gift naval tradition for a number of years. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I didn't know what a Strix could be before I met you. There could be something other than the space barnacles that grow on the underside of some ships. I mean, that's... Oh, they're resilient, surviving creatures in space. That's not offensive. Well, okay, if you say so. They also might cling on and... Might be annoying. They are very clingy and annoying. Oh, no. Oh, no, it is me! (laughs) (laughs) She just, like, pulls her ropes closer, just Uh, gets quiet. Oh, Strix. It's just a silly gift thing. Don't worry about it. Uh, All right. And you make your way back to the city. And that's where we'll stop. As an iris like closes in on the yes. group walk. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yes. And yes. Evelyn and Paulton are back at the house, like, where did they go? <laughs> <laughs> this big plume of smoke rising from outside the city. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Mission accomplished. <laughs> yes. yes, I love it when a plan comes together. <laughs> yes. and my my good man, I will not forget the way that you that you and the Commodore saved my life. I consider that debt. Repaid. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, I am grateful to you always, sir. You are my commander. And I imagine we're sitting on the bee stingers uh, so that they don't get away from us. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed, indeed. All right. Uh, So as we wrap up this session and we say goodbye to 2018, I want to thank all the fans uh, for sticking it out so far this season. We've got a bunch more episodes in season four coming at you in 2019. A lot of wacky hijinks uh, with lots of uh, fun guest stars to sprinkle about. And um, any final or parting announcements? Let me say, first of all, thank you very much to our guests uh, joining a long, distinguished rogues gallery of guests, James and Joey. Uh, and you survived, so. We survived. Yes, yes. <laughs> and skin of my teeth. Yeah, indeed, yeah. <laughs> indeed. And, of course, uh, to the incomparable Kate Welch for gracing our show yeah. with Rosie B. Stinger's presence. Yes. Thank you, Kate. And Gloria Mall. Absolutely. <laughs> Can't have a B. Stinger episode without... Head bee stinger. And we'll probably learn more about bee stingers as next year unfolds. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, man. So any announcements that anybody wants to share before we part ways? Um, I just wanted to thank uh, Ayada for sending me this uh, Ferdinand, a little owlbear stuff. Oh, oh, my gosh. So oh, so cute. Everything. So, uh, so now Jenks' owlbear is real. So thank nice. you. Thank you, Ayata. It's wonderful. It's got little like big wiggly legs and stuff. It's very cute. So I just love it. I love all of the fan art and all of the art you guys make. It's amazing. We all love seeing it so much. It's the present that keeps on giving. <laughs> uh, I just want to say that I have a show, a uh, streaming show that where I'm the DM and it's hosted on the D&D Twitch channel on Tuesdays. It's at 10 a.m. Pacific. So if you want to start your day with some D&D and then you can end it with some dice camera action. Uh, it's called The Demon Plague, um, and it's based on a level 1 through 20 adventure that I wrote that is also available for sale. So, um, by the same name, The Demon Plague. Where is uh, it available for sale? On RPG and at roleplayingtips.com slash demonplague. Um, so, yeah, if you just awesome. search for The Demon Plague, it's there. Uh, and then Joey and I have a Water Deep-esque collaboration coming uh, that will be on the DM Guild soon. 
Yes, we just All wrapped right. up those manuscripts, so uh, yes. you'll see them very shortly. And for those who don't know, Joey and James were my co-conspirators on Waterdeep Dragon Heist, so it was great having you guys together, contributing mm-hmm. to the story in a very oblique way. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, that's right. You were yeah. wonderful. I was just like enjoying watching all three of you just banter together. I'm just sitting here enjoying it. Like, this is great. Just keep going. Well, I want to thank all of you for, for having me on. It was an absolute delight being here. And if James did it, I can do it too. I should plug the DD show that I DM. It is not show. streamed. Even a little bit. It is on YouTube only. It is edited, and it is called Worlds Apart, youtube.com slash Worlds Apart. And it's uh, in my home campaign setting. Uh, and it's not related to any sort of product, so I won't ask you to buy anything, but just come watch the show. See more uh, my hijinks. Yes. <laughs> it is a really awesome show with a really great hook, uh, so people should check it out. And also, I do a bunch of podcasts at don'tsplitthepodcastnetwork.com. So now I'm done. <laughs> awesome. All right. Jared, D and D December is mm-hmm. all this month. Yes, thank uh, you. People have been uh, sharing prompts. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of cool stuff in the hashtag and fan art and things. So, so if you do anything D and D related throughout December, just use the hashtag D and December. And since it will be the final time we can do it uh, for 2018, <laughs> we have a subreddit. We do lots of cool art. And one last time, 2018 style. There it is. Spam that link. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Awesome. Yeah. So our first game back in the new year is currently scheduled to be, unless something changes or something comes up, January 8th. So we'll be back for episode 123 then. Until then, have a great break. If you celebrate the holidays, I hope they're fabulous and safe and uh, you get you know, lots of, lots of uh, time to spend with the people that you enjoy most. And take care of each other, and until we meet again, sayonara. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dice Camera Action with Chris Perkins. Don't forget, Chris and the Waffle Crew broadcast live on twitch.tv slash dnd every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. For more information on the Waffle Crew or Dice Camera Action, go to dnd.wizards.com slash dca or head to the Dice Camera Action wiki at dicecameraaction.gamepedia.com. Until next week, happy hunting. Happy hunting.